Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist. One last time here for you guys for the uh, fantasy football season. This is week 16 coming upon us, and that is right. This is the last time you'll be hearing uh, this podcast for the season. Uh, it's sad to see it go, but I guess it's, uh, you know, for me to have an open night on my Monday would be kind of nice coming forward. Uh, but today I'm joined by Steven. Steven, how are you, man? I'm doing good, Nate. How are you doing today? Oh, doing just fine. Like I said, this is the final show for the season here. And, uh, you know, you guys have you guys have heard Steven on here a few times throughout the season. And uh, Steven is one of our contributors. And you can find those guys over on our website, weknowfancy.com. We can find, uh, you know, their work uh, along with my work. A lot of great series goes on there. We have some fancy football, fancy basketball, fancy hockey uh, on there as well. So make sure you check that out. And before we move forward, Stephen, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, you can go find me at uh, Coach Stephen P. And that's on Twitter. And you can find me, uh, my name is Nate with We Know Fancy, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. So Wednesday, I'll be back with a fancy fro for, uh, I can't say one last time for the season, but it'll be one last time for, you know, fa- uh, for fantasy football, the season basis. We may have some more shows beyond this season uh, in reference to this season, you know, in, uh, some highlight type of stuff, but in reference to the season as a whole, uh, this Wednesday will be our last one. And Thursday will probably be the last We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast of the season. Uh, then we'll do some uh, off-season stuff beyond that. Uh, don't know sure how that will be structured at this point, but there will be more content beyond the season, so don't uh, fear there. Uh, the We Know Fantasy crew is definitely uh, going to be pumping out some uh, podcast content uh, beyond this season. Uh, the Super Bowl Defenses of the Week article drops every Tuesday night on the website, so uh, check for that uh, tomorrow uh, or Tuesday whenever you listen to this podcast. And if you are a if you are a uh, fantasy football or fantasy sports fanatic, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball, fantasy Premier League, fantasy basketball, anything like that, and you are looking for a place to publish your content and looking for a growing brand to join, hit us up on our social media. We'd love to have you. Before we hop into uh, you know the the picks this week to add, let's talk about how we did with our suggestions last week. And I was joined last week with with uh, Cody uh, Master Smithers, as you may know him on Twitter. I'll run down quick of how our suggestions last week did. Our quarterbacks were Drew Locke and the Chiefs had 7.62 points. Whether there was horrible, uh, not much happening there in nine inches of snow. Eli Manning versus Miami had 16.32 points. Running backs Patrick Laird had, or at the Giants, had 7.4 points. DeAndre Washington, this was if uh, Josh Jacobs did not go, but he did, versus Jacksonville had 4.2 points. Adrian Peterson had a big week against the Eagles at 18.1 points. Darwin Thompson versus Denford had 4.9 points. Prashard Perriman was the uh, gold mine here against the Lions at 34.6 points. A.J. Brown, another great week versus Houston at 25.4 points. Zach Pascal against the Saints is playing tonight. Justin Watson did not have a, a Perriman-like game, had 3.7 against the Lions. Caden Smith had Miami, had 6.8 points. And Tyler Higby continued to produce against the Cowboys at 23.1 uh, points. That's how we did last week when I was joined here by Cody. So let's go it one last time this season. I'll kick it off with my quarterback, Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals. So, uh, you know, he just had a game against New England, which is very hard to do, 6.14 points. Nothing you can really do against that defense. Four interceptions, uh, you know, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, not going to say anything there. But he has a great matchup this week against Miami. It's at Miami, which, you know, at this point in the season, you're going down there to play in some warm weather. Not bad. Uh, Miami has given up the uh, was it the fourth most fancy points to a posing 
uh, wide receivers or quarterbacks. So that's that's a good matchup there. Uh, Dalton has it in the locker. Maybe he's going to try to ball it here. You know, it, it's inevitable at this point. Cincinnati is going to go quarterback, arguably with the first overall pick. They're going to have their choice of the litter. They're going to go there, but maybe Dalton p- tries to p- play out here, get a contract for next year. He's going to go somewhere. It's not like he's not going to have a contract next year. So use these last two games against Miami and Cleveland here to really show what he has. Uh, you know, put on a clinic, and I think he does that this week against Miami. So if you were in a you know two quarterback league, a super flex league. Uh, you know, maybe have an injury somewhere or you need to play a streamer at one of those positions. Andy Dalton could be your guy uh, this week against Miami. Yeah, no, I love that pick there, Nate. Uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I know all about uh, quarterbacks thrown all over us all season. So <laughs> uh, He's a little risky, but I think, you know, Miami's defense is just that bad there. They allow their, I believe their opponent's quarterbacks at averages to go beyond that every single game. So he's definitely a, a nice uh, streamer-like uh, player this week. Uh, for myself, though, I went with a Dolphins player, and I did w- go with Ryan Fitzpatrick again. Uh, he's owned in somewhere around 20% of leagues, and, you know, he didn't disappoint us in Week 15. Uh, he put another 20-point fantasy performance up there. That's three in the last four games now, and I think that trend continues. It's a favorable matchup against the Bengals. They allow just under 20 fantasy points a game, and if some people are concerned about how Tom Brady performed against them, well, this defense is different. The Patriots are way better than the Dolphins. And I don't expect the Dolphins to have a strong run game in this. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to throw all day. And it's going to be like a little like bottom feeder shootout. So I expect Ryan, Tan- uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to put up a pretty good fantasy day and surprisingly could help you win your championship next week. Yeah, he's been having a, a good stretch of games he was a guy I wanted to put in here, but if you're a follower of this uh, podcast, you know that he's a frequent flyer of the We Know Fantasy We Have Our Wishlist podcast. So Ryan Fitzpatrick is a name that's constantly going around here, and you know he loved the guy. He puts up points, and he's in line for another 20-plus point performance this week. Uh, just mark that down, and he could have himself a very fantastic week. And just as we said, the, the uh, Dolphins' defense is not good. The Bengals' defense may be even worse. So two great uh, streamable uh, quarterbacks there for that game. Let's move on over to uh, running backs, and uh, we'll let you kick this one off here, uh, Stephen. Uh, running backs. Oof. Well, there's really it's really hard to come to running backs at this point in the season. Running backs are hard to come by. And for me, though, I'm going with another Dolphin, unfortunately, and it's Patrick Laird. He's owned in 39% of the league, so he may not be as available out there, but that's kind of how this running back situation is kind of going right now. And, you know, he's got, a, again, another decent matchup against the Bengals, who they did allow, like, Sonny Michelle and Rex Burke had to run on them last week. And Layard wasn't a horrible play last week, but it just wasn't what we were expecting. He does have that opportunity to give you that kind of, like, 10 to 12 fantasy point kind of game with his receiving ability. So uh, if you're looking for someone, especially mostly in PPR leagues, uh, he's not a bad, like, flex play if you're looking for someone. He does have a, an okay floor that he might be able to give you uh, for your championship week. Yeah, he's a he's a, like you just said, safe floor kind of guy. He seems to be floating around that you know ten to twelve point range. Not really going to put uh, you know bust out a twenty five point performance, but if you need a safe floor there, uh, a flex play maybe. Maybe you have a three running back league or a two flex league. You really need some safe points. He could be the guy for you. He's been proving that. This is more of like a volume pick. You know he's going to get some touches. Uh, this could be a it's a, it's a it, no, these are two fairly matched teams. They're two bad teams, but they're two fairly matched teams. So when it in terms of that, you know, there shouldn't be really like a shootout going on. There shouldn't be like one team beat leading by a lot. So he should get some ch- touches in this game. Petra Laird is a good choice there. 
But here's a big name that's uh, really available. Actually, he comes underneath the 40% mark in both Yahoo and ESPN leagues. Probably a guy you forgot about because he's been on the IR. That's Kieran Johnson, the Detroit Lion. I think he's eligible to come back this week. Uh, and he's confirmed that he's been set back free in his recovery. Uh, so if he is to play this week, week 16, he gets Denver, who uh, are not that good against the run. Actually, very poor against the run. Um, Matt Patricia said that uh, you know Karen Johnson is on track to come back in week 16, where he is eligible to come back. Uh, so this is the type of pickup that we're talking about, guys. This is the type of pickup that can change your fortune, that can win you a league. Uh, great matchup here. Very talented running back. This is a guy that you probably took in the third or fourth round of your draft now. Their championship weekend on the line, forty less than forty percent of leagues. Uh, you know the 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 whole Detroit Lions uh, sit, uh, offense is banged up. The running backs on that roster all banged up. There isn't much in the way for Kieran Johnson to come in and get a ton of touches. And you know he's only got two games left the season. I don't know if they're gonna you know ease him into things, but you know if I'm a betting man, I think he's gonna get a lot of touches. I think he's gonna have a good day against Denver. It's in Denver too. You know, no, you don't know what the weather's going to be late December, December 22nd in Denver. Uh, probably some bad weather, possibly snow. Uh, running game could be on the on the go there. So, Kieran Johnson, get him in your lineup now. This could be a championship move. Yeah, no, I, I don't hate that pick whatsoever. I mean, I definitely forgot about him when we were talking prior to the podcast today. And, you know, he's definitely an interesting pick. Uh He's got the ability to definitely run the ball, especially with, you know, like both Scarborough definitely out, I think. And, I mean, the, this guy Willis, they had to go off for two touchdowns last week. I mean, he's kind of a no-name guy. And if Carrion Johnson is healthy, I mean, I, I assume that they would want to get him involved again in this offense to make sure he's doing okay. So, it's not, it's not a, it's a pretty decent pick. All right. And uh, who's your second running back this week, Steven? <sighs> Well, unfortunately, I had to dig a little deep to find someone <laughs> worthy of starting. But if you're in another PPR league, I'm sorry for those who play standard. It's just really hard to find someone. Uh, I will give a quick standard person. Maybe someone like Gus Edwards could end up having a pretty good go. fantasy day. Uh, just because they maybe try to rest Mark Ingram a little bit. They got the division locked up. Maybe the conference locked up at this point. Uh, it's definitely an okay pick with maybe Gus Edwards as a deep play. But for me, it's Chris Thompson. Uh, he has an ability in the passing game. Uh, you know, he has uh, nine receptions over the last two games now. They do versus the Giants. It does give him an, definitely gives him an opportunity to be able to, uh, you know, get balls out of the backfield. This could be another one of those bottom feeder shootout kind of teams as their defenses are both pretty uh, pretty below average. So Chris Thompson's another guy could give you a nice floor in a PPR standard format. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, he's always a guy that we seem to buy into, and then uh, early every season, and he gets injured, and then he pops to the end of the season uh, available, and you know does does pretty well. But like you said, this is a game that does have a little bit of potential shootout possibility there, and you know Thompson, all he takes is about five or six receptions, there's five or six points there, turns into a few yards, maybe sneaks in for a touchdown, you have a good week there. So not a bad pick at all. But my second running back here is Mike Boone of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he had a two-touchdown week last week uh, against the Chargers. Out of nowhere, Alexander Madison has an ankle injury, missed that game, could miss week 16. Um, Dalvin Cook left that game with a chest injury. Who knows if he's available? The Vikings are kind of... Uh, in desperation mode, not saying desperation mode, but uh, you know they're the last team in for the playoffs, which is weird because they're what are they a ten win team? I think they're a ten win team, they're like the sixth seed of the NFC, which is mind blowing. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, they're 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 fighting for a playoff spot, and they could possibly still win. A, well, I guess it'd be hard for them to take the division now uh, with Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, one of the yeah, they they have to get some some luck there. But yeah, being the sixth seed there, they can't, really can't get their foot off the throttle. But if they are, you know, Dalvin Cook is on a maybe a pitch count. Alexander Alexander Madison is not in the game. Uh, due to his ankle injury, Mike Boone is that type of guy who can come in. 13 touches, 56 yards, two touchdowns last week against the Chargers. Gets Green Bay this week again, December 23rd, Monday night game in Green Bay. I'm not, you know, could be a very cold game. Always cold games this late of the year in, uh, you know, upstate Wisconsin. Running games are going to be, uh, you know, prevalent there. Mike Boone could be heavily involved depending on the situation there. Worth a stash for sure because this is the move. Like we said, we've been, we've been telling you guys, Alexander Madison is worth a stash all season for this reason. But with Alexander Madison's injury now, Mike Boone may have snuck in and taken that you know Alexander Alexander Madison role for your championship team. Yeah, uh, this is like the the only real strong running back you could pick up with possible opportunity. Uh, I did hear a report that Dalvin Cook is kind of okay with his injury, but. You can't be no for sure, you know, that things could backfire before the week. And they they have a chance for the playoffs, I believe. Like I said, you, they have that succeed, I think, locked up or so almost. And Yeah, I'm not sure know, they clinched, but they it's probably close to clinching. I think they have to win this week, and I think they'll be okay, okay. with the Rams, I think. I think they're a game on the Rams, maybe, or two games yeah, on the Rams. Yeah, because Rams lost the Cowboys this week. Yeah, I think they have a two-game lead on them, actually. And I think they'd have to, like, lose out, and the Rams would have to win out for them to really get in. So, I mean, they may try to sit. I mean, they probably need Dalvin Cook, but they may try to sit him and give him an opportunity not to get overhurt and so they can use him in the playoffs. And, you know, if Alexander Madison plays, then great. You want to have him definitely. If Mike Boone plays, I think he's a definitely a good start as well. I mean, these are both great players you want to pick up. Uh, they're just players you want to pick up over your opponents so they don't get them. So it gives you the opportunity to put them in your starting lineup if you want to. Yeah, speak of Alexander Madison, he's still owning less than 40% of Yahoo in the ESPN League, so he's definitely worth a pickup as well. Because if he is a go, he is definitely going to be the guy to go to uh, over Mike Boone. Let's move on to wide receivers, wide receivers here, and here is a guaranteed player to help you win a championship. No doubt about it. If you have any type of waiver priority, you need to put it in here and just pray that you get this guy, Prashad Perriman. 32.46 points last week, three touchdowns, 113 yards. My man went off. And then moving forward, Chris Godwin will not play week 16, so he's the wide receiver for one for Jameis Winston against the Houston Texans, who have one of the worst secondaries in the league, who have allowed, I think they're top three in, in points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Perfect storm here. He's owning like 11% of Yahoo!, and 9.1% of ESPN League. So he is out there in nearly every league. You need to get this guy if you want a chance at your championship because if there's a chance if you don't get him, your opponent's going to get him, uh, and you have to put this waiver claim in because this guy is going to go off. He only had six recept- or six targets, five receptions, and three touchdowns last week. All it takes. Jameis Winston is balling out. I know he throws a lot of interceptions, but he also throws a lot of touchdowns and throws a lot of yards, and they're going Perriman's way this week. You know, like I just said, Houston Texans can't stop the passing game at all. Shootout written all over it in Houston, warm weather. You know, it's in Tampa. So if it was, or it's actually in Tampa, my bad. Reading this backwards. It's in Tampa at home, balling out Jameis Winston and Rashad Perriman. You'll be seeing that all week, all time next uh, next week. So, yes, if you have any type of waiver party, 
Rashad Perriman should be number one priority uh, without a question. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are hating themselves for not picking him up last week. I know I, oh, I know I, I, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I picked him up in a bunch of leagues. I'm not going to lie. I just didn't start him. I was like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable starting him. You don't know what's going to happen. And I, I was wrong. But now he's on my team in like three of my championship leagues. So uh, Ooh, I'm pretty excited about that. But, <laughs> but if you have the top waiver, use all your fab. Just go get this guy. He could be the league winner you're looking for. They do versus Houston this week. So they do have an opportunity to do some good. So I do like that about them. So uh, Bashar Perryman, I think, is definitely the, the biggest pickup you can pick up this week for your fantasy championships. Oh, for sure. For sure. And uh, I guess here, who is your first running back? Or we're in wide receivers now. Who's your first wide receiver, Steven? Uh, my first wide receiver is someone who's been very consistent lately. And it's been uh, Anthony Miller of the Chicago Bears. Uh, he's been this like new bright spot for this team over the last month and a, se- month and a half of their winning couple games here and there. I'm actually performing very decent in fantasy. And, you know, since week 11, he's been a top 12 fantasy t- wide receiver and you know he just came off a monster game over 100 yards and a touchdown and you know he's been very involved in this offense without Tyler Gabriel there him and Allen Robinson have been going off and he's been consistent he's got a tough matchup against Kansas City and I would probably say if it wasn't Kansas City different story but it's in Chicago a different scenario and if you want someone consistent he's just been very consistent for us in fantasy and that's all you really need and uh, he could definitely be a solid uh, flex play that you could stick in there and he could probably get you at least over you know 10 to 12 fantasy points pretty easily i think this week yeah it's kind of still mind-blowing that he's let he's owning less than 40 percent of leagues because he's a ppr monster he gets a lot of targets a lot of receptions gets a lot of points that way uh i use him a lot in the b team i've been saying he's been featured in this in this podcast series for a while now definitely someone worth uh adding because he's going to get his points from targets and receptions alone my second wide receiver of the week is another good one. Chris Conley, the Jacksonville Jaguars, had a big week last week. Two touchdown performance on eight targets. Some of that in due to DJ Shark was out, who was cleared to do some on-field work today, that being Monday. So who knows if he'll be, you know, if he'll play this week. It's, it's, it's trained towards DJ Shark will be on the field this week. But they do look at the Falcons, who are very poor against the pass. Chris Conley does have this connection. Uh, this connection with uh with uh Minshew. Uh they've been doing it for a while. He's only twenty two percent of Yahoo and nineteen point two percent of ESPN leagues. Uh like I said, eight percent or eight targets last week he had he, he gets targeted a lot. He's actually been targeted uh, let's see at least seven times in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh let's see, that's at least six of his last nine games. Uh, and he's seen eight targets in three of his last five. A lot of targets coming his way. Uh, another guy here that can win you your league. A very good flex play here. I hate to say that DJ Shark's coming back because without DJ Shark, guaranteed plug-in, get a ton of points. But even with Shark coming, I think he gets a lot of chances. Uh, this team, you know, Atlanta's playing well. They just knocked off the 49ers, sadly. Um, this week, they're playing well. Uh, this game's in Atlanta, too. But uh, I think it could be a show potential again. So I think Chris Conley gets some chances, and I think he has another good week. Yeah, no, definitely like that pick as well. I mean, it's a great matchup they have going on this week. So, you know, you take the advantage of a good matchup in the playoff, especially in your championship game. You really can't go wrong going with a, a solid performance this week, someone like that. Yeah, I got to ride those matchups, ride those matchups. And Steven, final 
wide receiver of the podcast. Um, mine's a little, little uh, uh, deeper, uh, but he could definitely be a really strong competitor this week as well. And it's Steve Sims Jr. of the Washington Redskins. I know I've talked about two Redskins today, which is surprising. I would never think about doing that ever during the season. <laughs> not usually good. No, not at all. But he's been very good over the last two weeks now. He's been at least 40 yards in, in the two games he became the starter at uh, at the slot role he took over at, for Trey Quinn. And he's been not bad. And he had a decent game last week. He's very explosive. He's seen, you've seen him play, you know, go off for like kick returns and punt returns for touchdowns this season so far. And they do versus the New York Giants, who you know let let up a ton of rush uh, receiving yards uh, this past week. Uh, they let uh, Albert Wilson and go for like 80 yards this week and a couple and like eight receptions. So he has an opportunity to actually really have a decent game. Looks like uh, Haskins kind of saw to find his groove last week against the Eagles. So you know you never know what could happen. He could be that guy who comes out of nowhere like Kenyon Drake did this week and have a, a pretty monster game. Yeah, it's it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Especially with those teams, rookie uh, wide receiver, uh, sucking the ball around, not much happening there. Uh, you know, talent-wise around him, McLaurin obviously is, you know, the, the wide receiver to own there. But there's a lot of potential going on. You know, Haskins trying to show off what he can do, has a green light to really go what he wants to do. So, so yeah, Sims could be a guy that, you know, has some great potential here for the final week of the season. I can definitely see that happening. And one final position for this final podcast of the season it's a tight, tight end position, and Steven, the floor is yours. Oh, wow. Uh, I went with, unfortunately, another Miami Dolphin. Gosh. That's what's in waivers, guys. Double, it's Dolphins, double Dolphins, Redskins, double Redskins. Giants, Bengals. Like, this is what's in waivers <laughs> right now, guys, for Week 16. It's just, unfortunately, the four worst teams versus each other in the last week of the season. Who would have thought that? Uh, but I went with Mike Isecki. Uh, I think if you're looking for a tight end, if you're streaming tight end, I think he gives you a solid floor. I mean, he, he kind of bounced back a little bit from his bad performance in week 15. He did put up 40 yards and on four receptions. So it wasn't horrible, you know, eight points in PPR leagues. Uh, obviously, we always want more. But when it comes to the tight end position, if you didn't get one of the top guys, I mean, this is what you're doing with a tight end streamer life. But I think he gives you a solid floor. Uh, you know, he's had at least seven targets in three of the four games he's played. So that's promising that he gets, you know, opportunity. He gets targeted. He's basically the second team, the team's second uh, receiver, basically. And I do really like him uh, against the Bengals, who are on like the best defense and uh, have an opportunity to do very well uh, for us in fantasy. Yeah, Mike Jacek has been a guy who we talk about a lot. Uh, has some big weeks, you know, hit some slow weeks. That's going to happen with tight position. Um, yeah, a guy down there, like you said, probably the number two option there. Uh, when Parker's on the field, uh, you know, the Dolphins have a good matchup this week against the Bengals, so a lot can happen there. Jacecki's a very good pick. My pick here for the tight end position is uh, Noah Font of the Denver Broncos. He's owning about 33% of ESPN and 31% of Yahoo Leagues. So last week wasn't the best, but again, they played in the Kansas City snowstorm. The week before that, he went off for 113 yards and a touchdown against Houston. Gets Detroit this week, who has a very poor secondary, can't guard anyone. That includes the tight end position. So that's a good matchup there. Yeah, he's no, I a, def- oh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. He, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, uh, speedster has, uh, you know, shows what he can do in the open field. 
Uh, a lot of promise there. Uh, Drew Locke looked very good. Uh, who who they play? They played the Texans. That who it was uh, two weeks ago? He did very well. That's where that's where Font went went off uh, there. Uh, Drew Locke, but then they had that that they had that snowstorm game. So I'm really thinking he dials in here. Uh, Locke is another good game. I think Font goes off. Yeah, no, uh, I was jumping in so early because I was very I very excited about the Noah Font this week. Uh, he I think he has a terrific matchup this week. Uh, I I really think this Drew Locke character and this rookie quarterback has a fantastic fantasy day, to be honest. Uh, I'm, it's a bold prediction of mine right now, but, you know, the Detroit Lions just allowed like 450 yards last week to James Winston and crew. Uh, you know, Locke has a strong arm, and I think he could get the job done. He obviously has a strong connection with Noah Font. So I think if Noah Font's still sitting out there and you do do that streamer tight end game, I think he's a perfect person to to play this week. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I was I was probably locks, you know, because, you know, I was I was pretty much against him coming out of the, out of college, uh, but he's kind of proved me wrong thus far. I know it's been a small sample size, but let's see what he does moving forward. But I'd like to see what he's done thus far. Uh, sorry, I can't see the game, which again, weather really played a factor in that. But I got uh, that's it for today's show, uh, for the final show of the year. Uh, real quick, Stephen, where people find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Coach Stephen P. Uh, there on Twitter, you can definitely give me a follow, and I'll help you out if I can. All right, remember my name is Nate with We Know Fancy. It can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fancy. Visit our website, WeKnowFancy.com, for some more fantasy football as well as fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey content. But again, thank you guys very much for the season of support. Following this podcast, tuning in weekly. It's been 16 weeks every monday recording this podcast this started out with just myself and i had some contributors on there steve's been on here a few times we've had the likes of steven cody nick and brian on here throughout the throughout the weeks it's been fun uh you know this this show really doesn't have any context outside of the season so you you won't hear this show until next season but again i, I really thank you guys for the support of the show it's, it's really fun every monday to dive down into the week that was and really see who really you know sprung into the sprung into the show and uh, who really put on a performance to uh, so much we, so, we, so we can talk about them, and it's been real fun. And uh, again, can't thank you guys enough. And uh, again, Stephen, thank you for coming on today, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great time. Uh, it, it's you know sad the season's over, but you know uh, there's always next season. Now you know uh, it's going to be another strong season coming up. So and uh, I appreciate the time you've had me on here this whole season, Nate. Uh, thanks for thinking. I appreciate the opportunity, and thank you guys all for listening uh, to what I have to say. I, I love doing fantasy football, so uh, uh, thank you guys. Yeah, bouncing off what Steven said, next year the We Know Fantasy crew will be bigger and better than ever, so uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with some more stuff. But again, guys, Wednesday I'll be back with Fantasy Fro uh, for the We Know Fantasy podcast, and then Thursday with We Know Fantasy uh, Contributors Podcast for the uh, season recaps there. And then we'll uh, you know we'll post on our, on our social media as what goes beyond the season there in terms of podcasts. But again, thank you guys for tuning in. Until next season, we'll see you guys.